Welcome to the Ellie and Bex podcast. We'd like to thank all of you for listening. Dave, Sharon from Accounts, Ellie's dad, Ellie's mum, Bex's mum, and Ellie's neighbour, Leslie. I think that's everyone. I mean, seriously, thank you. The Feel Good Podcast, Ellie and Bex, 91.9 CFM. Yeah, welcome to it, the podcast. That's a good one today, actually. Lots of people called through to the show today, which is nice. It's good to yeah, chat yeah. to people good. other than ourselves. You know what's happening occasionally? Not that we ask for it, but I'll tell you what, it's a good shot in the arm and it happens in everyone's job when mm. someone has that moment where they're like, oh, thank you for whatever else. Mm. The other person lately is tacking on a love the show at the end of the call. Yeah, I know. They're the ones we pay though, so it doesn't mean anything. No, we don't. <laughs> you might Just pay kidding. them. I don't have to. Anyhow, <laughs> big one today. Uh, love the question. If Michael Clark, as he's led to believe, uh, leading us to believe, wasn't cheating on his missus on December 17, we asked the question, wrong answers only, what was he doing? Yeah, some good gear in there. Some good Definite. gear in there. Also, uh, we launched Pursuit of Perfection, a yep. new little game for yeah. 2023. Find out what the perfect toasty is. Some really good stuff in there. And someone is alive that we millions of us were told was dead yeah. for so long. Bombshells galore. Enjoy. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Saints uh, in my household, there's myself, my wife, uh, my beautiful son Xavier. Mm-hmm. He's a year old on Sunday. And my 14-year-old cattle cross Kelpie Dodger, who has seen better days. Um, Love little Dodger. I've had her since she was six weeks. But predictably, you know, my wife and I got together, I think, about six, eight years ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because my wife is such a wonderful nurturing type, the dog is effectively my wife's now. Like, you know, yeah, no, I'm I've a had a similar experience. Yeah, I've been yep. living with my boyfriend for a month and his dog Simba is now my dog Simba. Sure, is that the case? Should we just call Dan? <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't. don't Let's call Dan. I, I kind of feel like that wouldn't be the case, but anyhow. <laughs> um, anyhow, um, Dodge isn't, isn't in the best of shape. She's an old girl, 14, 14 by 7. What's that, 98? 98 in human years. Damn, she's getting close yep. to the century. So she's pretty hardy, as most Kelpie Cross Blues are, but she's lost her hearing. Uh, the site is sort of going mm. um, and over the last week or so, so was the bowel control. Oh, no, not which not it, the dog poops. No, we, and both ends. Oh. Uh, but it's one of those things where my wife was like, no, we can't put her outside. I was like, we'll put her outside on the tiles or in mm. the in the um, garage, whatever, just somewhere you else. Just get the hose out. A lot easier to clean yep. and whatever else. But she's used to being right next to you. So I understand yep. where my wife's coming from, being the soft touch as well. So I said to my wife, okay, fine. If you want her inside, because I'd cleaned it up a few times, you can clean up the next one. Oh. Well, if you, well, Tough love for that, Dodger. Is that, is that what the dog said? <laughs> 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 Thank you. Fair. I'll pay that one. Um, anyhow, that very night, like three o'clock in the morning, my oh, wife comes back no. to bed and goes, <laughs> she's sleeping outside. Anyhow, we've gone back to the vet for some other options and whatever else, and one of the ones that I thought might tickle your fancy and warrant some discussion is mm. you can actually put your dog in a nappy. No, you can't. You have to, but how's this? Just cut out a hole for the tail. No, what, like a human nappy? Yeah. Or like an, what, an adult we've, diaper? We've, we've got loads of them. We see, but she's only got a little butt. Her butt's, Her butt's no, way bigger than Xavier's. Oh, but not a huge amount bigger. She's got some junk in the trunk. No, she doesn't. Her so hips you, don't lie. Well, you think about the butt. Why are we talking about my dog like this? <laughs> she's got a good butt. Many dogs would kill for her butt, honestly. Are you kidding? Well, I, I have think it on good the authority. song Bootylicious she's, was written about her. She squats. <laughs> okay. She doesn't skip leg day. I have to ask out there, and this isn't necessarily going to the phones, but maybe someone wants to give me a call. Have you put your dog in a nappy? <laughs> I, I would look, love to know. I've been on this earth a long time, and I have never seen a dog in a nappy. Okay? I've seen a chicken in a nappy. What do you mean you've seen a chicken in a nappy? Was Previous- the chicken also a bit bootylicious? <laughs> no. Well, Previous job. 
in Sydney there was this bloke who was a little bit cuckoo who was was on the telly for trying to market chickens as pets. Yeah. And the only thing he couldn't get around was the fact that they would crap everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when he brought them into the studio, they were all wearing, Stop hug- it. They were wearing huggies. Okay. I mean, look, we weren't going to go to the phones with this, I, I, but we'll take any. If you've ever seen an yeah. animal in a nappy, yeah. I'd love to hear I mean, I drew stories. the line of burping the chicken, but that was, yeah. you know. <laughs> but I was just talking about how dog when dog's getting super old and she's starting to poop herself. And the, the vet suggested that we cut a hole for the tail in a nappy and pop it on the dog. You thought it was a gag. Jace from Battery Hill thinks otherwise. Is this legit? Yeah, yeah, legit. Um, you know, the little white, like, fluffy Bichon? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I had two of them, the, the female and the male. Yeah. So when it was that time of the month for the female, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, so you Tax put a time. nappy on so she didn't drip blood around the house. Right. Yes. Okay. And and it worked and it worked um yeah, as well, so my boy couldn't hump her. <laughs> Three eighteen on the dot. We've just asked for children to call. <laughs> That's good to know. Thank you, Jace. Thank you, Jace. Very informative. All right. Well, anyone else go. hoping that boy was a dog? <laughs> I think it's safe to say it was. Um, Thank you, Jason. Ellie and Bex. Ninety-one point nine CFM. Hey. There's a clip that's resurfaced mm-hmm. from a few years ago yeah. that we all missed, and it's gone viral now. And it, I feel like everyone needs to know this because yeah. in 2020. Let me take you back to God, the time. Is it that far back? 2020. It was like peak yeah. COVID times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. April. The Tiger King. Oh, yeah. Was on our screen. Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Yep. And looking back, what, what a strange time in history that was. But also, We're all locked at home. We had nothing to do. We watched Netflix and there was a story <laughs> about a crazy zoo owner in a battle with a big cat wildlife rescue lady. Crazy zoo owner called Joe Exotic. Yeah, right? Like, what? <laughs> What were we all doing? And we're all For those that, that don't remember, and look, it was the biggest show in Netflix history at the time. Yeah. For those that don't remember, mm. um, they ran opposing um, wildlife parks <laughs> around tigers, basically, big cats. So weird. Uh, and they effectively hated each other. Yeah. And a big part of what Joe was saying and pushing super duper hard to yeah. billions of people was that Carol Baskin was in her second marriage. Mm-hmm. Her first husband conveniently went missing. Mm hmm. And he was adamant, Mm. even from his jail cell to this very day, Mm -hmm. Carol Baskin murdered her husband. Exactly. There was allegations that she'd fed him to the cats. Yes. Allegations she'd put him through the mincer. That's right. Yep. Um, And pop culture just jumped on this, right? So much so that it was everywhere, including this song. Carol Baskin killed her husband, (laughs) whacked him. Can't convince me that it didn't happen. (laughs) Fed him to tigers, they snack him. Was Carol Baskin. Crazy, right? Yes. It has now come out that Carol Baskin's husband was not murdered. No. Not only that, he's not even dead. <laughs> <laughs> and he's another one of these people that have kind of run away to some third world country yeah, to hide, basically. He's just living his best life in yeah. Costa Rica. Yeah. And nobody noticed. And nobody thought to just bring this Mm. up. Mm. Homeland Security tracked him down, sent Pat Carroll a letter being like, hey, he's all good. Like, we found him. You're not, we're not investigating you for anything. Costa Rica, you say? Yeah. Do you think they refer to, um, you know, inflation, et cetera, there as the Costa Costa living? Oh, 100% they do. (laughs) That is Pinal's new one with Troy Sivan. I've been waiting for Troy Sivan to come back. We could have played it later, but we'd rather play it for now. Oh. Pinal for something different.
You done? But now let's talk about Jacinda Ardern, <laughs> who right now is probably cleaning out her desk. Okay. All right. Well, she's not because she's still in power. But it's not in like, big shock. Like, big shock. And look, I know, I know, you know, like a lot of Aussies, got a lot of Kiwi mates and spent a lot of time over in that country where um, wife's family from there, et cetera. And I know that she's perhaps not as universally popular as we perceive her to be yeah, over, over here. Yeah, over here, we just think that she's the bee's knees. I, I love her and all that sort of stuff and from, from what I see. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know a lot about New Zealand policy. But she didn't stuff. exactly <laughs> romp it in in the last election, so there would be a couple of people not so upset today about the fact that she decided to say, mm. you know what, guys, I can do. And and, and i got to say, I, gotta, I respect it. Mm. Yeah, um, well, she ultimately has just resigned because she's, uh, like, sick of working so hard, basically. Well, basically you know, it's a tough job. What she's done is she's done the maths mm. and gone, to lead the country, it's an all-or-nothing gig. Yeah. Uh, my tank's running a little on empty. She's got, like, a two-year-old or something. Just letting you know. Yeah. And I think it's really smart, right? Do it early. Everyone can get over the fact that you're leaving. Yeah. And um, it's not a shock. Anyhow, I think it's classy. Mm. It's a classy way to go. Just my opinion. I know you share the opinion, Cheney, mm. but... Not interested in that. It's boring. Let's be honest, Jacinda. It's absolutely boring. Go out. Yeah. At least have the temerity to go out in some sort of embezzlement scandal, I mean, tainted with a little bit of sex. To be there fair, as well. she did get caught on a hot mic recently, um, calling one of her MPs an absolute prick. So she, there, you go. there was a little bit there of scandal you go. I mean, to look, it. You know, but... you know, Michael Clark <laughs> knows how to conduct himself yeah. publicly. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, we want to know this on five four five double one nine one nine. About your unclassy way of leaving your job. Yep. Or your resignation. Whether you told the boss to get stuffed, whether you just walked out and didn't come back. Yep. Want to know about all those situations. <laughs> Benny, is in Maroochydore, how unclassy was your resignation? Oh, look, it was, uh, it, it was unclassy, I suppose, mate. So story was I was working on a mine site. Um, been working mining game for a long time. Um, I was employed as a dozer operator on this site and... Um, needless to say, the supervisor and, and management were very abusive and, and not quite professional. So after copying a pasting as a group one morning, um, got out to our machines and, and so on, and I'd made the decision on the way out there that, well, I'm, I'm not going to work for people that, yeah. that treat people like this. So mm-hmm. I, I made a call to the, the missus who was not far away in the small mining town and said, hey, you want to come pick me up? Uh, machine I was assigned to. We were working very close to the mine entrance, so I simply uh, commenced work. Then when I got the call to say that the missus was there, I, uh, I backed the machine over the rail line outside the front gate, parked it up, jumped in the car, went home. You left, it, then, left, uh, left it on the rail line. <laughs> yeah. How big's this machine, for those of us who don't know? Oh, so it's a D11 dozer. You're probably talking well, a good 80, 90 tonne worth of machine. And you just left it. On a rail. Yeah, just, Hold just, on, was there going to be a train that came down yeah, the railway? Is, is there a safety concern yeah. here? What's going on? It caused, like, mass oh, casualties. No, 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 no. I, I jumped the rail line, left it on the other side. Oh, yeah. So um, <laughs> that was fine, but, uh, yeah. She yeah. just kept going, <laughs> driven it to the next town. Locked the front door. No one's going to stop you, let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. No one will be Yeah, well, that's right. You're, uh, you're pretty much unstoppable in one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely work, Benny. Thanks for your call. Oh, hello, John. Tell us if you uh, resigned in an unclassy way. Uh, yeah, so um, I, <laughs> I, work for, I work for a company, I won't say who, but we had to post um, things out to Bunnings, basically, and um, my boss was, he was tyrannical, like he would actually make us do the worst jobs, like, and film us 
doing the jobs and then complain about us doing the jobs wrong. Oh, and it's just like, it's like a dictatorship, basically. Anyway, I just we all just got fed up with it one day, and I, I decided to quit on the day. But they asked me to finish out the day, and I'm like, yeah, no worries. So all the jobs, like packages that were supposed to go out to all the different buying machines, I swapped all the addresses and <laughs> sent them to all different sent them to all different bunnings warehouses. Oh, so, and then I just left. So I was like, yeah, see you later. Corporate sabotage. You I like dirty that. Dog. Can, can I tell you? Is there a bigger risk in the corporate world than allowing someone to work after they've resigned? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Imagine if they did that to us. Imagine if we went out on bad oh, terms yeah. and they're like, yeah, but you can still do your show this oh, afternoon. No, 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 <laughs> Don't no. Let us. I one time, a long time ago in Sydney, I got um, literally got the tap on the shoulder. Yeah. And uh, it was my agent called me and said, oh, it was Thursday night. And my agent said, said um, yeah, they want you to finish up. Still had a year to go on my contract. Yeah. And I said, oh, yeah, sweet. So we'll just be finishing up a major promotion on Friday. She goes, no, 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 you're done. Nah, you're done. We are not letting That's you it. near a microphone. Nah, fair enough. <laughs> Good on you, John. Thanks for your call, bud. No worries. See ya. All righty. Alex in Parisian. Oh, can I just, before we ask Alex her story, we've had the pleasure of meeting Alex at a number of CFM events over the years, and you strike me as an incredibly passionate, <laughs> incredibly blunt person. <laughs> This is going to be a good story. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Oh, we'll have to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, tell us, Alex, how unclassy was your resignation? So it wasn't my resignation, but I've got to give that guy the biggest round of applause hands down. So we work for a major delivery company for businesses and residentials. Um, His way of resigning, we have to veil about that, sort out all everybody's friends. The day he resigned, he climbed up the ladder onto the top of the conveyor belt and rode it all the way down in his jocks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, was he carrying any excess baggage or okay. you didn't look? Okay. Oh, no, he had like, he was like riding a, um, a, a like a like fucking bull so, you know, He was coming down like yeah, cowboy tires, everything. <laughs> Did the bosses like get mad about it or were they like, you know what, it's fine? Oh, no, like they pulled him into the office but he didn't care because yeah. he was already quitting, so... I mean, like, there's nothing you can say to me that actually makes me give a crack. I love that conversation. He would have been like, did you guys not just see? I was in my jocks. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I do I'm not care. Oh, I love that. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. 91.9. The answers to the questions. Nobody asks. Ellie and Bex. Pursuit of perfection. You're welcome, Sunny Coast. You are indeed. Thank you, Big Boss Rod. Thank you, Linesman. Thank you, Ball Boys. Each and every week, we are going to be asking a big question about something little. You didn't know you gave us stuff about it until now. Last year, this sort of, it has its genesis of, of this mm. particular segment was in uh, things like what is the superior lettuce with Cos taking that one out. Yeah, what's the best type of cheese? Yes. Controversial. I think we landed on cheddar. Yeah. Although I put in a good fight for feta. Doesn't Very versatile. Feta does. Such a versatile cheese. Are you and challenging also... the versatility of cheddar? Yeah, good point. I mean, it's just, you just don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. It's the ultimate bench player. Yeah, look, I am a fan of cheddar. Okay. So each week, something small. If you've got an opinion on it, 545-11919. Please share it. All opinions welcome, no matter how crazy you think they might be. The best one's going to get 10 free coffees to Banjo's Bakery, drive through a Boca Arena deliciousness at 406 Nicklin Way. Eleanor Rose Cheney, I propose this question to you mm-hmm. today and to the great people of the Sunshine Coast. What makes... The perfect toasted sandwich. Have a think about it, folks. It's a toughie. To kick you off, I have got 
Three things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cheese being mm-hmm. melted inside and a little bit of burnt crispy on the outside. I feel like a toasty doesn't exist without cheese because what's the point in toasting it? Some, you know, what, what else if, are you melting? What if you're vegan? You could have vegan cheese. It's not really Does cheese. vegan cheese melt? It's not really cheese. No, okay. I tried it. My second thing that makes an ultimate toasty. Inside must be hot. Is there anything worse than biting in and yeah. tomatoes cold? Like, oh, yep. give me a break. Cold ham. Who wants to eat that? Yeah. And here is my third thing. Mm-hmm. Not crunchy, because that indicates burnt, but crispy mm-hmm. bread. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which can be attained through rubbing a little bit of butter on the outside of your bread. Yes. You know? I think they do, actually. Um, sort of criminal and, and Walters and joints yeah. like that at uh, the toast office. Sprinkle a little, little bit of salt. Cheese. Salt, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I like that. Oh, as well. I agree. All right, my thing is, and again, it's a bit left field. I like to bring a bit of controversy to the table when yes, we play the pursuit so of perfection because it makes people think. All yes. right, it stimulates discussion. Well, can you hurry up? Red onion. Mm-hmm. I'll get started. Red onion, when toasted, permeates everything else with this like nice little tang, and it goes nice and soft. It melts in your mouth practically. All right. Well, you may agree with us, you may not, but at the end of the day, I just ask you one simple question. In the pursuit of finding out what the perfect toasty is, what makes the perfect toasted sandwich? Uh, Jesse and Narimba, we're going to have to run through people pretty quickly because it's pretty popular. Tell us uh, what makes a perfect toasty. No, it all starts with the butter. It's all about the butter on yes. the bread. Inside and out. And then yeah, both. Wherever <laughs> you can get it. <laughs> Just burn it up Jesse, a little bit. You sound like you're salivating yep. a little bit as you speak, you know? Yep, going for one now. That's it, see? <laughs> We've triggered it. It's going to be an onslaught of people at Criminal <laughs> Coffee Co. this afternoon no, in the toast it. office. There's a servo in Narimba that's about to <laughs> cop it, I reckon. <laughs> Thank you, legend, and good, good way you, to Jesse. kick off these ones. Stace is in Budrum. Stace, the ultimate toasty, what is it? Chicken, cheese, mayonnaise, and onion. Yes, oh, girl. Now, red onion. Red onion is something that Ellie brought up before. Your thoughts? No, I'm white onion. You're a white onion type it's a, of girl. It's a race war over onions. Interesting, very interesting. But hey, each their own. You're a little bit seething, aren't you, Chaney? Oh, Let's be look, honest. You know, Under the surface. On, we're on opposite sides of the. Stacey, you should see her debate. face right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love you, Stacey. No, I love you, Stacey. <laughs> Welcome back anytime. The big it's Victor perfect. is in Udlo. Legend. What must the perfect toasty have? So I agree with both of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely on the red onion train. Thank you. That's a, yeah, that's a definite go. And uh, and then also it's in the name. It's got to be toasted perfectly, like mm-hmm. really, really toasted. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it even taste. I don't want two different temperatures in my sandwich. <laughs> Simple. No, no, neither. Simple. Neither. Victor. Otherwise, not a tasty. You know what I love about Victor is he's a very laid-back, measured character, but he's outraged at the same time. He knows what he likes and he knows what he doesn't like. I love that. Lovely. A couple more to round out this week. The first week of Pursuit of Perfection. Linnell is in Caloundra. Linnell, what makes the perfect uh, toasty? Not posty. (laughs) Yeah, I discovered the perfect toasty a few days ago. It was white sourdough bread. There we go. With... Homemade bolognese and cheese. <gasps> oh, yeah, it was we, amazing. Oh, we used to have spaghetti <laughs> toasties great. after rowing as, as a kid yes. at school. Oh, my God. I've got one from left field that I used to have as a kid. Yeah. A can of braised steak and onion Yeah. inside the white bread. Tastes like a meat pie. Oh, gosh, it's good. Just tell you what, 
That would be good too. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't feed my dog that. It but sounds anyhow. like a very bogan meal, but hey, <laughs> I am half bogan. It is so. half. <laughs> Thank you, Linnell. And finally, for a little bit of international flavour, we've got Ali and Doonan. Hello. Hi, how are you doing? Good, Good thanks. Ali. And now your thoughts on what makes a perfect toasty? I have a couple. I've got um, baked beans and cheese. Oh, oh, they're good. It provi- nice. It's got to be piping hot, though. Yeah. Yes, but cheesy baked beans are the... They are the tip, man. And then also... <laughs> banana and peanut butter. Banana Would you believe it? Would you believe it? Uh, is, oh. Can I just ask respectfully, Ali, is banana and peanut butter also the tits? Man. Kick this off, Cheney, because this is around a sensitive um, situation. Mm. I'm going to allow us about 30 seconds of sensitive, uh, serious talk. Mm. Um, the footage that's come out that a lot of people would have seen Michael Clark, uh, his partner, mm-hmm. and Carl Stefanovic, and Carl's wife, etc. Mm-hmm. The girls are uh, sisters, obviously. Um, there's some sort of um, assertion that he that he cheated. It gets violent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty disgraceful. Yeah, it's not fun to watch. Um, I just watched the video in full. Yeah, didn't like the it. The behaviour itself is pretty awful. Um, I obviously neither of us know anything beyond what we've seen. Mm. But for me, also as just a, a quick aside, mm. as a boy who grew up playing cricket, still mm. played up until a year or so ago. Pretty disgraceful. Australian captain, pull your head in. Yeah, and on both sides. I mean, she wasn't acting, you know. You, don't see, you, know, you can see Alan one Border. thing to be cheated on, but to react like that. Start heading people. You know, it's never don't okay. people. We're not here to make that. Nah. Okay, what we are here we're to do. We're famous feel good, bro. What we are here to do is, where possible, take the piss out of it. So, <laughs> essentially the crux of this situation is, uh, Michael Clark's girlfriend is yelling at him, that mm. on Dece- and she specifically states on December 17 that he knocked off his ex-girlfriend, uh, Pip Edwards, PE Nation, right? Mm-hmm. He keeps saying it's not true, it's not true, it's not true. Yeah. Now, playing devil's advocate, regardless of how true we all believe it is, playing devil's advocate, what we want on 545-11919 is you to get a little bit left of field. If he wasn't doing that on December 17, come up with an excuse for him because yeah. Michael Clark's excuse for someone who has led the nation under, you know, to India and, mm. you know, World Cups, he won a World Cup. His ability to, to communicate under pressure was awful. Yeah. Well, he needs a good excuse. He does. So that is where we step in, All right, Sunny so Coast. If Michael Clark was not having sex with his ex-girlfriend on the 17th of December, mm-hmm. what was he doing, Eleanor Rose Cheney? Well, look, 17th of December, week before Christmas, Yes, he was obviously yeah. doing some last-minute Christmas shopping. Well, and of course it was quite warm. Yep. So get in the air conditioning. He's smart. He was a leader. Exactly. Uh, i got a couple here. Mm. 17th of December, I'm sure everyone remembers, mm. uh, there were pop-up markets at uh, Alex uh, Head. Of course. Uh, and I have it on good authority that Michael Clark scored himself a sweet-ass dream catcher. <laughs> so, um, I, don't know, I don't know how everyone feels about this. Is there such thing oh. as a sweet-ass well, dream catcher? You say, but that's, that's the excuse, you know? I mean, that's yeah, the sort of stuff enough. we're looking for. Um, also, I think these things sometimes can boil down to a little bit of a miscommunication. They've mm-hmm. had a couple to drink, it seems apparent. Yep. He's limping everywhere and whatever else. Um, he was actually on a, uh, like a rail ex- experience trip. You know, those people who like old people go on like you know, the, the GAN and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like he... train. Well, he had said, I've been in Spencer Street Station, and she heard... I was in PE Nation. <laughs> I mean, that, that one's a stretch. On the 17th. I mean, look, I mean, it's true. That's exactly what happened. Maybe um, 17th of December, four days before Gravy Day, 
How to Make Gravy. Exactly. Paul Kelly. So he, he was, was just getting his ingredients. Buying a dash of wine. Yes. Exactly. So many options. So, Maybe he was just at knitting club. You know, yeah. we don't know what Clarkie does in his spare mm. time. Mm. Maybe he's a master knitsman. Mm. If that's <laughs> a thing. Is, is that, well, it is now. <laughs> five four five double one nine one nine. Make an excuse for him, as disgraceful as this behaviour appears to be. If he wasn't having a dalliance with his ex, as is suggested by his current partner, what was Michael Clark doing on December 17? Um, I've got a couple here, yeah. uh, Chaney, just to get people back in the mood for it, so to speak. Uh, of course, uh, Pip Edwards, mm-hmm. uh, famous, his ex. Um, yep. it, again, a miscommunication. He'd gone to the shops. He just popped out for some dip. Um, <laughs> she heard his, his current partner that he'd popped out for some pip. Oh, okay. and, um, and December 17th, of course, uh, rainy day in Sydney. I checked it up and yep. um, uh, he was actually binging on Yellowstone. Of course. Uh, what else do you do on a rainy day? He wanted to see how, uh, you know, Beth and Rip were going to get along. <laughs> hey, Rob's in Battery Hill. Rob, what do you reckon Clarkie was doing on December 17th? Yeah, well, I, I've, I've got a mate called Michael Clark. Might be, mightn't be the same one, but he was with me celebrating my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have possibly. In fact, I think if you watch that whole video and you get past the awful parts where everyone's yelling and trying to mm. hit each other, he actually says at one point, it could have been me. I was in Battery Hill. It was Rob's birthday. Yeah, it was with Robbo Bay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Thank you. And, and that's honest truth. That's my birthday. Is it? Well, well, well happy, happy belated birthday. birthday then, Rob. How do you feel that Michael Clark was over the other side of the country playing up on his missus uh, during your birthday <laughs> no, party? Michael Clark. <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> be a good lawyer in another life, Rob. That's for sure. <laughs> thank uh, you, brother. Thank you, guys. Love your show. Oh, great, mate. great show. Love, love your support. Thanks. Ellie and Bex.